Shalom, and thank you for listening at BethEmmanuel.org. If you're not currently affiliated with a community, church, or synagogue, and would like to be part of the larger Beth Emanuel family, you can apply for long-distance membership at BethEmmanuel.org slash membership. I need to take a week off from Ephesians to do some housekeeping and talk about membership. Today, I'm going to make a pitch for becoming a Beth Emanuel member. If you are already a member, you'll want to hear this too. According to our mission statement, Beth Emanuel exists only for one purpose, to create a community for disciples of Yeshua who seek to practice a messianic form of traditional Judaism in keeping with their Jewish or Gentile identity and devotion to Yeshua the Messiah. That's it. That's the only reason we are here. This community is, first of all, for disciples of Yeshua. But not just any disciples of Yeshua. There are 380,000 churches in the United States of America. And every one of them exists to create a community for disciples of Yeshua. Our community has a much more narrow and specific mission We exist to create a community for disciples who seek to practice a messianic form of traditional Judaism. The wording is deliberate. The intention is not to create a Jewish form of traditional Christianity, but a messianic form of traditional Judaism. It gets even more specific than that. This messianic form of traditional Judaism we seek to practice here is in keeping with each member's Jewish or Gentile identity. That means that this community makes a clear distinction between the two. Most Messianic communities tend to blur the lines. We don't do that here. We teach Paul's rule, let each person remain in the state he or she was called. It gets even more specific than that. We seek to practice a messianic form of traditional Judaism as it applies to us as Jewish members of the community or as it applies to us as Gentile members of the community, and we do this as a component of our devotion to Yeshua the Messiah. Devotion to Yeshua the Messiah is the number one reason we exist. There are nearly 4,000 other synagogues in the United States practicing Judaism without devotion to Yeshua. If you take devotion to Yeshua out of the equation, the existence of this community makes no sense at all. It's a non-negotiable for us. So that's who we are here. I'm excited about that, and I hope you are too. I'm on board with that idea, and I hope that you are too. If you can get behind that mission, then you should consider becoming a Beth Emanuel member. People sometimes ask me, what benefits would I get as a member of Beth Emanuel? That's not a great question. I would prefer to ask, what benefits does Beth Emanuel get if you become a member? Membership in the community is about solidarity and allegiance, not a list of benefits. However, there are some benefits. There's the Breeze Directory. We are going to be using the online Breeze directory more and more. That's where the events calendar is, all the sign-up forms, the volunteer lists, coordinating and scheduling, service times, etc. It's also the easiest way to keep in touch with your brothers and sisters in the community.
So that's a pretty big member benefit. There's the weekly email that I send out to all members. If you aren't a member already, you might not realize that I send an email to all the members every week with all the latest of what's going on at Beth Emanuel and the weekly teaching too. So that's an important benefit. It keeps us in touch. Then there's the library. Members can check out books from the library. But probably the biggest advantage to being a member is that if you are a member, you have the right to complain about me, the community, and your leadership. Like it says in the Torah, I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel. That's one of the benefits to being a member of the community. Members have a right to criticize the institution and the leadership. But it doesn't make sense to do so if you aren't a member. So I would say, that's the biggest benefit of all. So once again, I'm making the pitch to become a Beth Emanuel member. More than that, I'm trying to sort through the community to determine who is still with us as the pandemic recedes. In our Torah portion, the wicked prophet Balaam tries to curse Israel. Balaam tried to curse the people three times, but each time he tried to curse the nation, God took the curse out of his mouth and replaced it with a blessing. But what would have happened if the curses had worked? What did King Balak expect to happen when he hired Balaam? Well, he expected Balaam's curse to bring a plague on Israel. He expected Balaam's curse to incapacitate the nation with sickness, misfortune, calamity, confusion, disorder, natural disasters, and panic. He wanted to hit them with a generous dose of 2020. That's what curses are supposed to do. That's how curses are supposed to work. Balaam found that, instead of cursing Israel, he inadvertently blessed them. God replaced his curses with blessings every time he tried. So he said to King Balak, Sorry about that. Clearly I'm not going to be able to curse Israel, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. If we can seduce the people of Israel into immorality and the worship of idols, God's protection will be removed from them. King Balak liked the idea. He conspired with the princes of Midian, and they concocted a plan to seduce the men of Israel by sending their daughters to do the dirty work. The girls invited the men of Israel to an idolatrous festival. The plan worked. Some of the men of Israel fell into the trap. Before the night was over, they were worshiping idols. As a consequence, God unleashed a plague against the nation. This is similar to what happened after the incident with Korah. In that case, the high priest Aaron had to intercede by taking a fire pan of incense and passing between the living and the dead to stop the advance of the plague. But this time, Aaron the priest was not there. He died in the last Torah portion. It fell to his grandson, Pinchas, to stop the plague. Instead of incense, Pinchas picks up a spear and slays Zimri and Cosby, after which the Torah says, so the plague on the sons of Israel was checked. Numbers 25.8 The last verse of our Torah portion this week concludes like a headline from the New York Times. Those who died by the plague were 24,000. In our case, 
The number is closer to 4 million at this point. Over half a million of those deaths took place within the United States. We have a lot to be grateful for. Thank God the mortality rate was extremely low, somewhere around 1.5% of confirmed cases in the United States, and it would be much lower, perhaps by a factor of 10, if measured against all cases. Even though the death count is still staggering, it's a fraction of the number of people who would have died if that percentage rate had been higher. For example, Compare COVID-19 to avian influenza, the so-called bird flu, another type of coronavirus with the potential of going pandemic, where the mortality rate is closer to 60%. So we can be grateful for that low mortality rate. Today, may God have mercy, we seem to have come to the end of the plague. Not in the rest of the world. In other parts of the world, such as India, South America, and parts of Africa, where the general population has not had the luxury of opting to get a vaccination, the disease is still ravaging through the population. But here in St. Croix County, we seem to have come through the storm, and things are now going back to normal, Baruch Hashem. The clearest sign of this is that the blue tape for social, for social distancing is gone from the pews. People are starting to return to our synagogue services. Events and activities are spooling up again. Community life is resuming. We have a lot of exciting stuff ahead, including a new shot of life for the Beth Emanuel Society of Youth and Young Adults. There's activities and upcoming Shabbaton, classes and plans being made. This fall, the Beth Emanuel Torah School is going to kick off again, not just on Wednesday nights, but also with Shabbat school classes on Shabbat mornings, with our most robust programming ever. The nursery is back open, and Saturday, and Saturday afternoon classes are underway. Paul Sundstrom is back on the job, back at work for us, and the future of Beth Emanuel looks bright. The front doors look better than they ever have, and the green room ceiling is getting finished. We have Wednesday night Torah Club meeting in person again, and this fall, we hope to have Wednesday nights back in full swing with multiple classes and nursery care. We are working to expand our pastoral care and leadership team. We are looking at ways to improve the services and accessibility. There's just a lot going on right now. We should also be grateful that our community has so far passed through the trial without losing a brother or sister. I am extremely grateful that we did not lose any Beth Emanuel members to COVID-19. My condolences to those of you who did lose friends or loved ones. We can thank God for his blessing and protection. I want to thank all of you who prayed the prayer for protection and healing. God heard your prayer, and he had mercy on us, and he protected this community. But as Balaam said to Balak, there is more than one way to skin a cat— and it seems likely that we have lost a lot of people over the duration of the pandemic, not their lives, but their hearts, not to the virus, but for other reasons. For example, the pandemic taught us a new habit of staying home on Saturdays. Over the course of a year and a half, we learned the art of not attending synagogue. So that's going to have some consequences. Local members, it's time to break that habit and get back into the habit of regular attendance. Beth Emanuel is open. We have probably lost some people to natural attrition, and we have probably lost some people to ideological conflict. 
Bath Emanuel exists in a place of tension between Judaism and Christianity, and sometimes that tension gets to be too much. In addition, the last year and a half has been an ideological battleground between the political left and right. A lot of Americans fell under the sway of the sloganeering, misinformation, finger-pointing, blaming, and paranoia that predictably and inevitably tears through a society without fail every time there is a major disaster such as a plague. We all need someone to blame. Lots of other divisive things have transpired over the last year and a half, internationally, nationally, locally, and even here, in our own community. I bring this up not to rub salt into old wounds, but because I think it's fair to acknowledge that some Beth Emanuel members today might now feel different about their allegiance to the community after all that has transpired since they first agreed to the terms of membership. So, I'm calling for a sort of membership renewal. It works like this. Ask yourself, do I still want to be a member of Beth Emanuel? If the answer is yes, and you are already a Beth Emanuel member, you need do nothing. If the answer is no, just send an email to office at bethemanuel.org that says, please remove me from the membership. If the answer is yes, I want to be a member, but I have a complicating factor, talk to me about it, and we'll see if we can work through it. In the months before COVID-19 started, it seemed like the community had hit stride. The sanctuary was getting full on Saturday mornings. Wednesday nights were busy. There was a general high level of participation in everything. I anticipate that this will be the case soon again. But not all the same people will be present. There's been a lot of sifting, a lot of dramatic events, and a lot of life changes. Remember how the book of Numbers began with a census? In next week's Torah portion, Parshat Pinchas, we read about a second census that comes after the plague. Then it came about after the plague that the Lord spoke to Moses and to Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the sons of Israel from twenty years old and upward by their father's households, whoever is able to go out to war in Israel. Numbers 26, 1 and 2. The second census comes after the forty years in the wilderness, and it comes after the plague. I feel like that's where we stand today. We are now after the plague. So it's time to take stock time to take a census, so to speak. I want to know who remains on board with us as we prepare to lift anchor and hoist sails. I want to know who remains committed to the community so that I know who to call upon as we look to the future for volunteers and the service of the kingdom. If you are a Beth Emanuel member, you agreed to support and uphold our mission statement, vision statement, and core values. Here's the Beth Emanuel mission statement. We provide a nurturing community for disciples of Yeshua who seek to practice a messianic form of traditional Judaism in keeping with their Jewish or Gentile identity and devotion to Yeshua the Messiah. If you are a Beth Emanuel member, you checked a box that says, I fully support the mission statement of Beth Emanuel and commit to helping Beth Emanuel fulfill this mission in compliance with the leadership. 
You also checked a box that says, I share the goals and desires expressed in the vision statement of Beth Emanuel. Here's the vision statement of Beth Emanuel. We want to see the Messianic kingdom infiltrate our world so that the world will recognize Yeshua as the Messiah and the only hope for redemption. Jewish people will assume their role as a nation of priests. All nations will seek God's Torah and submit to the King of the Jews. Anti-Semitism, supersessionism, and replacement theology will be forgotten. The knowledge of God will fill the earth. Peace, health, blessing, and success will permeate our lives. You also checked a box that says, I commit to upholding Beth Emanuel's stated core values. Beth Emanuel's core values are, We hold high personal standards without condemning others. We prioritize the weightier matters of Torah without neglecting the rest. We avoid harmful and unproductive speech. We commit to daily prayer and study, daily acts of charity, and regular attendance. Based upon this, if you are a Beth Emanuel local member, you agreed to commit to three critical habits— daily prayer and study, daily acts of charity, and regular attendance at the synagogue services. Long-distance members agreed to the same three habits. But in place of regular attendance, the long-distance members participate by listening to the teachings online. We were all in the same boat on that for much of 2020. If you are a Beth Emanuel member, you agreed to support the community with your financial donations. We didn't set a minimum threshold. Maybe you give $5 a month. But the idea is that you have committed to give to Beth Emanuel to help us meet our expenses because you believe in what we are doing here. You checked a box that says, I commit to participating in the Beth Emanuel community through regular donation, volunteering, and attendance. So that's what every Beth Emanuel member agreed to do. But after the plague you might feel different. Perhaps you no longer feel comfortable with that mission, vision, or core values. You might no longer feel you want to financially support the community or attend regularly. If that's the case, just send an email to office at bethmanuel.org that says, please remove me from the membership. It can be as simple as that. Or if you are feeling conflicted about it, come talk to me about it and we can work it through. As you know, membership is not required to attend Beth Emanuel. Don't feel as if you aren't welcome here unless you are a member. That's not the case at all. Non-members are absolutely welcome and loved and cherished as fellow members of the body of Messiah. We are all members in that corporate identity. Family members, brothers and sisters in a spiritual family, united in a bond of love, sons and daughters of our Father in heaven. But Beth Emanuel membership is the best way that we know who is with us, supporting the mission, vision, and core values of the community, and who is not. So, if you've been putting it off, this is a good time to get it done. Sign up online at bethemmanuel.org membership. Immersion into the name of the Master as a disciple of Yeshua is a prerequisite. If you haven't gotten that done yet, talk to me, and let's get that done this summer. 
Every time I do one of these membership pitches, I always feel really bad and self-conscious because I know that those of you who have, for various reasons, definitely decided not to become members or are unable to do so for one reason or another, probably feel like you are being targeted, pressured, and even singled out. I don't want you to feel that way. That's not the case. This isn't about you. And you've already explained your predicament to me. So don't worry. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who are on the fence or who have just not yet gotten around to filling out the membership form. Here's the bottom line. A lot has changed in the last year and a half. For most of that time, we have been either closed or operating with a skeleton crew. By this fall, I hope to see the community fully engaged again, running on all cylinders. According to the Torah, you take a census after the plague. I'm not taking a census, but I am encouraging you to recommit to your community, get back in the game, and help us take Beth Emanuel into the future for the sake of the name of our master and teacher, Yeshua the Messiah. Take on my yoke And learn from me And find rest for your soul